0: Radio Pulpit on 6, 5, 7 a.m. You are most welcome and thank you so much for hanging out with myself, Given Illustrative and Charles de Doyle. The conversation continues and we're heading right into our discussion for this evening, talking about what does it mean to live a purpose-driven life. Now, if you remember, I'm sure that title rings a bell uh, to many of you who read Christian literature. Uh, this is a book that came out a couple of years ago, right, uh, titled with that very same title Purpose Driven Life Um, and um, the title in itself we're not going to be discussing the book uh, but we want to talk about that title that when you live a life that is driven by purpose what exactly happens to you as an individual when you position yourself and understand that there is more to your life than just making sure that you get everything right at work making sure that you, you 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 know you live the grind and you live the hustle because most people believe it or not a lot of people think that their purpose in life is to make money and provide for their families Um, and and they believe that money and more of it and living in a bigger house and living a life where they're able to travel and have financial freedom a lot of people amount the worth of their lives to that and they believe that that is the very reason for living. So we want to explore the topic of what exactly does it mean to have a purpose. Um, it is a very difficult one. It, it it might differ depending on your understanding of what purpose is or depending on how you were taught what purpose is. I know that with me personally it is it is a concept that I'm still growing and learning to understand uh, but I've definitely landed on something that I feel gives more value to me right Uh, because I think your purpose uh, uh, can also add a lot of meaning and value to your life Uh, because the way you perceive something will really determine how you treat it and the way that you perceive yourself if you consider yourself as someone who is, has purpose, as someone who's not just on earth to make money, then you'll begin to understand that whenever things go wrong at work, it doesn't mean that you've lost your value. It doesn't mean that you need to look down upon yourself and say bad words to yourself. You really need to encourage yourself and learn to do better next time. Um, so starting it off, I'm going to pass it over to you, and find out what is your understanding of what purpose is
1: my understanding of purpose is actually doing that which i believe you are born to do um I, i've always noticed or not noticed i've always mentioned uh i'm trying to think is it albert einstein that had the dad the um the quote said if you judge a fish by its ability to climb a tree that fish will live his entire life feeling like an idiot yes um, it does and i think that's What's Einstein, right? So we tend to do that with ourselves much more than what we do it with other people. We have friends that's, for instance, very musically inclined, Uh, or you're like myself, I'm married into a family that's very musically inclined and I'm not, I can't sing at all. Um, I sing in all the keys all the time, right? (laughs) Right? And they they are just dumbstruck by the fact that I can't hear the tonal changes. I can't hear the the keynote changes or the, the key changes, right? Um, But I still love to sing. So, what do I do if I compare myself to them, right? I'm never going to fulfill the purpose because my purpose, I firmly believe, is not, for instance, to sing. Whereas I know um, I love doing teaching, I love to teach people certain skills. And I believe and I do firmly, firmly believe that that is my purpose. So, when I live in that moment, like uh, Rick Warren described in his book, if you live in that, in that God-given purpose, only then will you succeed and actually feel successful. And then, obviously, you can determine success for yourself. Success meaning having measurable goals and, and stuff like that. Success, obviously, is not having an income. But if you can live from your fulfilling your purpose, that's the way to go definitely definitely um now i think our views
0: of purpose uh which i think is going to make the conversation a, a bit interesting uh differ just mm. slightly right um so the way i understand purpose to be is i i can say that every human being can have the same purpose however our our way of fulfilling that purpose can be very different. Um, So, for example, so obviously we understand in its very simplest, simplest form, the word purpose just means what is the reason for your existence? Why do you exist? Why are you here? Mm. So, for example, if you buy kitchen utensils, um, like forks what why are they why are you buying forks it's because you know that they're going to be used for meals such as spaghetti or if you're eating uh, meatballs or chips or you know it has a, a purpose it ha it, it is going to serve a purpose right um, and it has mm. a particular use which is quite interesting because um when you look at, for example, your purpose within a marriage, right um your purpose in a marriage is not only to be used <laughs> um in in the sense that you know you're the one who's always doing the one who's always providing purpose doesn't only work in the in that direction, huh, which I'm literally only li- realizing this right now um so <laughs> now what 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 we've established is the fact that purpose just means what is a thing's reason for being here? What is it used for? And obviously, depending on the context, your purpose will ch- will change or a, an object's purpose can change. So for example, um, you your purpose for being at a particular event, if you're the sound guy, then your purpose will change because now you're involved in sound. You're doing the sound engineering for an event. For that particular event, your purpose for being there is is in sound but now if you're going to a company and you're, you're working in the accounting department your purpose is not to do the marketing there your purpose is to make sure that the accounting books are well done but now when you ask yourself what is my purpose in life that is v- a very very different question it completely changes the context the com- completely, because now you're looking at your purpose from the perspective of the, 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 the your, your lifespan. Why exactly am I here? Which means you need to understand this. Whether you're uh, working at the accounting firm or you're doing the sound engineering or you're just having a meal with your wife and playing some uh, an, something with your kids or going out for your sw- swim, in doing all of those activities you still need to make sure that you are living within the grand purpose of your entire life that is a completely Mm. different question altogether Um, so for example everyone who's in the military serves one purpose um, which is basically one of the ways in which i understand i explain my understanding of uh, one purpose for all right there is such a thing I believe as one purpose for all it's just that we as human beings more often than not we seek out our unique purpose and abilities like what does god want me specifically to do which is okay there's nothing wrong with that but you do also have to keep in mind and i feel it's very important that there is one purpose for all like for example in the military Mm. everyone serves in a different office you know you everyone is is in a different rank everyone specializes in different things but we're all in the military for one purpose And that purpose is to make sure that we keep our country, we defend our country, right? We keep the enemies out and we keep the peace in. Mm. That is the military's uh, entire purpose. Everyone who's there exists for that one purpose, right? Regardless of what your rank is, regardless of what your office is, you exist for one purpose, to defend the country, right? To defend the country that you're in. Mm. However... Your purpose in a more specific manner can be contextual. We can move your your purpose can be for example, there are those who in the military are in the medical field, there are those there are psychologists who deal with therapy, there are those who are, you know, handle weapons, the infantry, there are those who fly the helicopters, there are jet fighters. All of those people are serving their unique purposes within a particular context. So, um, then now coming from the, 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 the uh, context of being a Christian, what is your grand purpose in life that God has for you? For me personally, I believe that God does have a purpose for us all that we all have in common, basically, um, which I think is the best way to put it. We all have this purpose in common, right? The fact that we all God, in fact, Christ summarized it, love your neighbor as you love yourself, right? Right. That's literally it. Love your neighbor as you loved yourself or love your neighbor as I have loved you. Love one another as I have loved you and love God with all your mind, body and soul and etc. That is literally the purpose of every human being. Even Christ mentioned it as if you fulfill this law, then you have fulfilled the whole law, which is literally the purpose Mm. of us existing, not only to love, but also to be loved. Right. Which is what I I was mentioning earlier, Shal, that I just realized that in a relationship, you're actually not just there to do, but also to have, you know, it it blesses someone for you to allow them to love you. You know what Mm. I mean? You allowing them to fulfill their purpose within the context of that relationship. Um, So that's a very important thing I wanted to say, like that. In as much as you go on seeking your purpose in life, like what function are you there to serve that is unique to you based on the context, based on your context, remember that there is a, un- a, 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 a a purpose that you share with everybody else um, that when I mean even when when Christ says uh, whenever you fed the poor you were feeding me whenever you visited someone yes. in prison you were visiting me whenever you visited the widows and orphans you were visiting me Jesus I believe was establishing that you have a purpose notice how he does not say whenever you got your paycheck <laughs> <laughs> yes. You understand. We doesn't mention whenever you got your paycheck, whenever you worked at the farm or Toiled the soil he doesn't mention that he mentions all the things that have and have eternal value and have an eternal impact that even in heaven you will receive a reward for that particular thing Um, now shala. I'd like you to speak a bit more on that right having a an eternal uh or rather yeah having a, a purpose and pursuing the things that have an eternal meaning and impact
1: so, so if I can say it like this, the the ge- the generic purpose of all Christians is to to um, establish God's kingdom on earth right so that 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 will encompass exactly everything you said now that we would love our neighbors as we love ourselves we would love and serve our god um in in all things so if if you have that as your general purpose or as your main purpose then it's sort of easy to determine because then all questions all things that come your way you need to 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 answer yourself is this taking me closer or further away from the purpose that i feel the end goal that i feel that i've got my life so as you said now, rather um, do, uh, uh, are you living for a paycheck or are you living for something that has internal value? So if the opportunity arises that you can have a, a weekend outreach or host an event in which people are getting to know Christ, and then, for instance, just exactly that what you mentioned now, giving them food when they do not have food, giving them water when there's no water and perhaps enabling them to have a warm shower when there's no electricity usually or you can stay the weekend uh, at the office, and your manager, or whoever, will pay you overtime. When those, cho- when that choice arises, what are you? What should you do? Now, probably you would choose like it's easier to stay at the office, and then I get paid for it, right? But I think actually living in the purpose, living in the purpose that God has created you, then you need to determine your end goal is to further God's kingdom on earth. Thus, that paycheck is actually hindering you from. Um, and I know it sounds I'm on terrible, dirty ground now, or dangerous ground, rather, when I'm saying this, but that paycheck is actually hindering you from furthering God's kingdom, and then you should take the off-ramp to the community that is in dire need in which you, need, you are able, or get to, like we said earlier on, uh, get to. Be the hands and feet of Jesus Christ. Because that way we are building stuff that is obviously giving us eternal value. The exact same thing where Jesus said in uh, Matthew 6. When Jesus spoke to the people that are saying. Do not gather for yourself up riches down here on earth. But much rather gather riches where moth and rust and thieves can't steal or destroy it. Which is things with eternal value. Now for instance that can be quality time with your wife. Because your wife will obviously then get to know if you are proper, loving husband, serving God with all your heart, soul and mind, uh, your wife will experience that in your everyday dealings and she will obviously then grow closer to Christ. The same can be said with your kids. The same can be said with your friends. So not choosing the 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 fact that you might further your income, not choosing the fact that you are working very hard at your job to get a, um, what's it called, so that you can actually go to a new level or whatever it's called, but Right. Not doing that thing, furthering your employment, but actually spending time, quality time with people. And in that way, you can testify about the things that God is doing for you in everyday conversation. That most likely for me sometimes, uh, being able to bring God into everyday conversation is actually something of eternal value, because then people can see that, listen, this guy really loves God, because we're talking about the interest rate, and for some or other odd reason he was able to relate the interest rate to the fact that God is our end goal, and he doesn't worry, you understand what I'm trying to say, right, so that's eternal value, it literally investing in people, and that is something that we do have, we've got time you don't have money necessarily to invest in all people, but you've got time to invest in people, and time always to me personally relates to having something of eternal value uh Mm. the infinite well the finite time that we have now can actually relate to infinite time that some people might have later on uh experiencing god experiencing his love by stuff that we do and therefore get to know him and then also spend eternity with him
0: yeah 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 no, definitely. That's such, such, such a good point that you brought up there, Shal. Um and, and I definitely um I think there is there is so much reminding of ourselves to do when it comes to this because um and it's something that we we, we don't do enough, right? We don't sit down and remind ourselves of um the importance of purpose and learning to distinguish between what is the grand your grand purpose on earth um according to God um and also what is what is your 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 unique purpose within every single different situation um and, mm. and how much yeah how much meaning to do you bring to every different situation such such an important thing to be mindful of and also such such an important thing uh for for, for a person to be To consider right um and i mean it's if you think about it this is not the type of conversation that you go out and you know on a friday night eating out with friends and then all of a sudden you sit sit around the table and talk about what is each of your purposes we don't often have that conversation. Mm. What we usually do is we'll probably talk about, you know, guys, this is my next big business idea. This is my career pursuits. This is what I want to do with my life after this. Uh, this is what I want to get into. You know, we or we talk about the things that um, are more earthly the things that are more material um, and we avoid the conversations that have a lot of meaning attached to them uh, which is can be quite quite problematic when we do that consistently Uh, we do need to familiarize ourselves and um, get into the habit of talking about eternal value and normalizing it. You know how this modern generation loves talking about normalizing things. Uh, we really, really need to normalize. No, no, it's it's a very big thing, you know, normalizing equality, normalizing this, normalizing that. Um, we really do need to make it normal um, to such an extent that we we, we we don't lose sight of it because conversations that you don't have, What's dangerous about them is that it's much like how God constantly reminded the Israelites or instructed them as a command that whenever he did something big, he commanded them to tell it to the next generation, to yeah. constantly tell stories over and over so that it is remembered. You don't remember these lessons naturally. It's not innate. It it comes with an effort, yeah. right? You really need to make an effort to say, I will... Um, um. remember this. I will make this effort to remember this. Um, so it's very important for us to normalize these things. Um, now, you might be in school and you might be struggling in school with you know and asking yourself what's the purpose of me doing this like it doesn't make any sense um and 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 it's frustrating you and it's causing a huge burden over your shoulders and you feel like if you just left it everything would be better in your life um and and it, when I think when you start to view your life in the bigger picture you'll begin to understand what role um, the the journey of school will play in the long run um, and and it's it's a role that you you you're, you're not really able to see when you're actually in high school but when you leave high school now to answer the question of, um am I using everything that I learned in high school? Obviously I'm not using every single thing, but there's many things that I'm able to use from high school, speaking, um social skills, mm. um even mathematics like there's so many things that I I found here at Radio Pulpit where Ba- understanding of basic mathematics, you're not going to go and take out a calculator and say it's time to do mathematics. In fact, it becomes so normal and natural that you don't even realize how much maths you did within the day. I don't know if you've had the same experience, Charles.
1: No, yes, definitely. I agree 100% with you. I, in the line of work that I'm currently involved with, um, I always see the fact that, listen, this is because I had social skills at school. Uh, yeah. I was taught these social skills, these have awkward discussions or do group work or whatever the case might be, enabled me to a certain degree so that I can do things that I do now. Um, mm. Now they become, as you said earlier, on, they were seen, they normalized for me. <laughs> exactly,
0: exactly. They've just become so normal. So that's another thing I think mm. about purpose um, that we need to remember, that there are some things, apart from your grand purpose in life, there are some things that have a very significant purpose in your life specifically uh, that you might take for granted and you don't know while you're doing it, especially because of the challenges that it comes with, right? Um, like for, for, for the example of going to school Or the example of just, you know, doing chores around the house. Um, (laughs) I know, for example, Mm -hmm. like I know that doing chores, especially washing dishes was so such an irritating thing for me Uh, to like honestly speaking (laughs) and nowadays it's not even a thing I mean I live by myself so um, it's something that I actually have to do and I understand the value of having clean dishes in the house Mm. um, and just not worrying about what are you going to be what cup are you going to be using to drink just having that discipline (laughs) um, to wash dishes and clean after yourself is so so important so I don't know, Charles. Okay. If 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 you're also like um um on the same page as I am right now, but like I I really think that there's so much value in realizing not only which obviously the most important purpose you need to understand is your purpose of being on Earth, and then there's the purpose of. Uh, Whatever role you're currently playing within a particular context, right, which we discussed earlier, like as you mentioned that you realize that your role is in teaching, your uh, purpose Mm. is in teaching uh, when it comes to the context of what value do you add to the church. Um, Now, then there's also the, the minor things that we take for granted, which plays such a huge role the older we get. Um, what are the things that um, I'm really, really excited to hear what answers you're going to give? What are the things that you took <laughs> for granted when you were young that your parents wanted you to do
1: and that you only realize they have value now? The funniest things, my my um, parents were very strict on the way on how I spend my money. Uh, so they wanted mm. to have a say in it when they ga- gave me pocket money, right? Um, and then my dad started, when I was a bit older, my dad started with this idea that I can't do just things around the house and then expect them to pay me for it. I need to, <laughs> this is so strange, re- re- rethinking it now, remembering it now actually. Uh, I had to apply for a tender, so I would give an tender at my house uh, that I would do the lawn or wash the dishes for a week and then I would apply for a tender and then if my tender was successful then I could do it and they would pay me. Um, now, Sitting at my at the age that I am now, looking back, saying like, listen, I've had I've, they were teaching me my basic budget principles from a very very early age, mm. and now I'm very thankful for that. And the other thing that my parents always forced me to do, and I absolutely hated it, is to talk to strangers, talk to people that I don't know. If you go to somewhere and there's someone that's not talking with someone, go to them and talk to them. That my parents forced me to do it, like, spiel me and I'm like, I don't want to, I don't want to play with that person, but now <laughs> I see the need in people <laughs> that's sitting all by themselves and they're feeling lonely, now I can actually assist with that, because I see the need in it, like, there's someone reaching out, someone talking to you, someone uh, seeing the fact that you are perhaps in need of conversation, or just feeling left out, um, and now I appreciate that a lot more than what I actually should have. Yeah, or what I yeah. did when I was at
0: school. Yeah, yeah. I I think mm. what like where where we've come with the conversation is really making me realize that um, purpose is also something that's so easy to take for granted, right? Um, especially when you go back to the things you hated doing as a kid, um, and unfortunately, when you're a kid and when you're in high school and when you're in varsity, it's so difficult for. Someone to come and make you realize just how important the journey you're in is and how it'll matter in the long run like keep running the course because all of this will yeah. not be for nothing at the end it's so difficult mm. for someone to come and show you that um, so I think it it not every single thing that's thrown at you in life is going to have this grand meaning and is going to solve problems for you but in the journey that you're going through there is so much that you're going to learn along the way um, I also uh, the very same thing you explained right now I have a friend who when she was growing up her parents would literally even uh, uh, hit her if she does not. Whenever you go and and take something from the fridge and you don't offer other people, you don't share with them, she would get a real, even if they don't want it, like if you go in to grab uh, a sandwich, even if the people you're sitting with mm-hmm. don't want a sandwich, at the very least, you should offer them. Now, for me personally, I think they took it a bit too seriously or rather they were a bit too harsh about it. But I do. I can see the value that it taught to her. She is such a sharer. Yeah. Like it's something that's ingrained within her. Right. Um, She will share everything and she'll do it without any bitterness. Um, without any regret, without, you know, there are things that you're taught to do that you hate doing, even when you grow up, that your heart doesn't even, you don't even let your heart, um, you're not, you don't become a cheerful giver. You don't do it cheerfully, uh, which is so important because even if you're doing a good thing and you're doing it begrudgingly, you might as well have not done it, you know, uh, because every time yes. you do it, you harden your heart and it actually becomes poisonous towards you but there's such a blessing that comes with doing something and just doing it out of um, um 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 you know out of a good place out of a cheerful place out of wanting to do the best that you can at it uh but yeah coming back to my point of just reiterating what you've just said Charles um and stressing that point of valuing the things that we learn when we're young even though you don't realize it now uh, as you're young mm. i wonder how many things i'm not appreciating now that i'll appreciate when i'm like 45 <laughs> <laughs> i really wonder in,
1: yeah I, I've, I've started noticing the moment i became a parent there's certain things that i force my children to do now that i that my parents forced me to do now and i can actually only see the value in it mm. the moment that you become a parent the moment that you've got this little mind to mold uh you try your utmost best to mold it that's when you realize, like, listen, I need to mm. do something serious about this. Exactly. Um, uh, sharing, whatever the case might be. Sharing, being friendly, talking to the guy that has no friends. Stuff like that. It became apparent. And the the one thing that I've always, that I also noticed, right, very interesting, is the moment that all my my first son was born, as well as my second born, was, was born, I realized, like, uh, it's, if I knew that that's the way that my parents felt about me, I would have been a total different person. Mm. But that's just not the way that life worked. And uh, and if I can quite quote the infamous Dwight Schrute from the Office here, but mm-hmm. everything in life is a lesson. It sometimes things just happen, right? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um,
0: exactly. Mm. Yeah. No. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, that that that's basically our discussion on purpose. So just to sum it up quickly. Um, The first thing is what we opened up with, with which Shal mentioned, is that um, you, you have a purpose in whatever context you are in. You play a significant role that helps other people, um, and I think that's that's another thing that we deem as, as as associated with purpose. Whenever we do something, and we can see that this thing benefits not just you, but also the people around you, that's when it gives you a sense of fulfillment. And I think that just comes with living out your purpose. Um, yeah. So first of all, purpose is is, is can be contextual based on where you are and where you're serving um and yeah so and then also there is a purpose that is grand a purpose that is um a lifetime purpose that you need to always always remind yourself of um, and as we mentioned that the scripture that says love your neighbor as you love yourself and love God with everything that is of you love God and love your neighbor as you love yourself if you fulfill those two laws, you fulfilled the entire law that is 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 your purpose to love and to be loved Basically, um, and 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 yeah. So, to, so to have that language of love in everything you do, and in everything, in, in everywhere that you go. Um, And then also we discuss something very important right now, which I really, really, really am glad that we landed here. Uh, The fact that there are things that we do that play a very big role and serve a greater purpose, but we only realize it when we're older. Um, So it's important to sometimes appreciate, learn to appreciate your process and where you're at in every, at every moment in your life. Understand that that particular thing will serve a greater purpose in the end. Um, And with that said, this is where we're will end the conversation for now. We'll be back with the devotion shortly right after this.